This episode of the Unusual Suspects podcast is sponsored once again by Andy's Bathroom Mics. They were so kind in the last sponsorship that they decided to give us another sponsorship and we couldn't be more grateful. Um, we have figured out what the problem is. <laughs> Basically, if you don't know, Andy's mic has been playing up recently. It does play up in this episode and the next one. But after that, we figured out what the issue is. And it's a really silly issue that involves just updating Audacity, which Andy hasn't done for about maybe two years at this point. But we figured out what the issue is. Unfortunately, Andy's mic is going to be a little bit weird, uh, but we do hope you enjoy. And thank you very much for sponsoring this episode. Andy's Bathroom Likes. Hello and welcome to episode 84. <laughs> that was your intro. That was that was worse than the fake one you came up with. You know when you, you're ready to do a burp? Mm. I had my mouth open for about five seconds and nothing was coming out. And I was trying to back out of it and I thought, if I push any hard on this, I might puke. So I mean, that's <laughs> an opening night. Yeah. <laughs> well, Penny's idea was just say the episode. All you do is say the episode title and that's it. So, 84... We could have continued the conversation we were having beforehand about how to weigh a penis, but... Yes, but we don't... We don't know. ...want to give people the wrong <laughs> ideas of what kind of people... Yeah, we don't know how people, like, we legitimately have discussed at length, giggity, how do you weigh a penis? And if you weigh a penis, do you weigh it when it's flaccid or do you weigh it when it's on a boner? Because if you weigh it when it's flaccid, obviously there's going to be less weight there, but if you weigh it with a boner... You, you have the blood going to the penis, but also it levitates, so therefore it takes away the weight, right? I tell you who will probably know the answer to this is Other Dan. Oh. Other oh, Dan okay. will inevitably message me at five o'clock in the morning in a few weeks and say, this is how you weigh a penis. <laughs> and I cannot so wait. <laughs> reliable source in this um, industry? Oh, if anyone is a reliable source for anyone, it's Other Dan. He would sound oh, okay. very scientific while he was saying it as well, I reckon. Yeah. All right, other Dan, write us in. You know what to do. <laughs> the unusual, what's a, what's a fucking email? Send us a DM on something, Twitter, whatever. Hey, send us a thing on Spotify, which you can now oh, yeah, do. Yeah, you can ask us questions. Ever want to ask us a question. But don't ask us how to weigh a penis, because we don't know. We'll find that out at some point, maybe, from other Dan. But if you ever want to <sighs> know anything about, what, what, like... <laughs> Anything else? Just send us a mess. I'm not very good at marketing, I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm good at telling people what to do, I'm not very good instigating or actually like applying it in person. So either way. Uh welcome. Welcome in. Do you know two things pissed me off before we started this? I quickly just brought my phone, read it really quickly and Hang brought, on, hang on, hang on, mm -hmm. hang on. Also, as well as Dan being here, I'm here and Andy's here, as you didn't introduce us as normal. No, 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 hang on, you said, you, all you do is say the number, so all I'm doing is saying the number and welcome in. Alright, why are you still talking then? Because I'm the one who does it. I don't know, I don't know. I'm the, I don't know remember when I was off, and Andy, I distinctly remember Andy saying, oh, fuck, I can't do this shit, how does Dan do it, I remember. I remember those times, right? I think you'll find I had absolutely no issues with it. No. It was no. seamless. You were, you were great and everything. But I do remember you saying something along... Because I did listen back. Yeah, it was, was checking listening. up on us. I think the only See time I said, said it was a nightmare was, was when we had Me A, Kat. Jenny on, and B, Cat, <laughs> And I had no control over yeah. oh, that's anyone. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You need uh, another man to... Yeah, balance out. I'm not saying that. It was perfectly fine with them. <laughs> Don't put those words in my mouth. <laughs> We're going to get... This episode is going to get us cancelled. No, it's not. Um, The thing that annoyed me is two things, and it's not about food before I go into it. Greg's and Primark are releasing a clothing range. Mm hmm It's like sausage roll themed joggers. 
They're selling clothes next to a sausage roll cafe. Wait, so that's right. not a clothing What's line, that's just shops next to each other. Think about how bad that is. What, Why? What's that, what, what happens when you buy the clothes? You go get a sausage roll. What happens when you buy those clothes and take them home? You've had us. I don't. You put them on. You've, they're they're gonna smell like fucking sausage rolls. <laughs> They've been in the fucking place. I can't think of anything better great. than getting home, putting on a t-shirt, and being like, mm, is, that a, like is that a sausage cheese and bean melt? Yes, oh, they're the best ones, aren't they? Yeah, sausage cheese. No, 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 we're not going there. We're not going to food. We're not going to food. No, that's all I was going to say. We're not going to food. I'm fucking sick of talking about food now. I'm sure most people are as well. And the other thing is, the UK is going to have to put a credit card to watch porn. That's an actual thing that has been passed. Well, yeah, to prove you're over 18, children shouldn't be watching porn. Children, porn is bad for children. So we'll just put our credit card details into a website that could get hacked at any point um dan okay, do you put then, your credit yeah. card details into other websites that could also get hacked yeah but i don't want people to know what porn sites i'm going on at least if it's going on like netflix and so ah oh, it's netflix think of the children i don't think of the children when i'm watching no, porn. That's not why men would that, why protecting would them thing? from the porn that's not a good combination no protect I, them that's from the porn. least thing on my mind <laughs> i should hope so whatever happened to click in the box that said yes or no or are you over 18 or not i mean that was a good enough gateway right to stop the kids from getting yeah <laughs> kids can't pick all the buses they need you yeah. know yeah Good capture, that's what you need. I legitimately thought the FBI was going to turn up at my door the first time I watched porn while I was under 18. Like, I thought shit was going to happen, but, you know, that didn't stop us. Right, federal government? I've had one coffee, three hours sleep, and very little to eat. And game of butter. <laughs> We're not talking... Stop bringing up food this is the last i'm warning he's you. really not this gonna like my movie time. spoilers there's food in it it's okay to have food in it i just don't want a carry on every single episode i let it i let it slip a little bit during the christmas but it seems to just carry on onwards since then it's like let's keep talking about food listeners let's who keep talking about food. who this episode said the word greg's first any ideas i said greg's and immediately went into primark and i didn't say anything other than that Penny, are we going to have a fight again live on <laughs> No, because we've never done that, because we cut it out. <laughs> it's a new year, new us. Andy, please talk about something that's not related to anything we're talking about. Uh, Pen, what did you have for dinner tonight? Oh, fuck off. So, on a serious <clears throat> night, I started watching a new series on Netflix called Murderville. Yes, it was good. I think it's based off a UK series from, like, the mid 2010s called Six Murder and Successful, where essentially you have like a detective in this case it's Will Armet and celebrities who come on and they have to solve a murder, but they're not given a script, so it's very much improvisational. So good, and it is deceptively fun. It's the sort of thing you just put on in the background and not really think about. So is it like a a show, like a game show, no. or are they just? Well, the the point is you're supposed to find out who the murderer is along with the the celebrity yeah you've got to figure it out yourself but there's no script so they don't know what to do there's a script for everyone it's else a, there's guest celebrities don't have a script they turn up and they're essentially just walked through it but they don't know what's going on they have to work out who the murderer is as well and uh will Arnett and the rest of the cast have scripts but it's just the celebrities who don't so they're sort of pushed into awkward situations that they then have to sort of muddle their way through i'll give you an example there was an episode with Conan O'Brien. Love him. He has to investigate someone who deals with hot sauce. And as part of it, he's just force-fed hot sauce. <laughs> right. Whilst trying to, like, interview a suspect. Gotcha. Right. Or they'll, like, have to go undercover. He's like, right, you have to go undercover. Here's an earpiece. Yeah. Just say everything I say. Got an interesting group of people, obviously. Conan O'Brien, um, Marshall Lynch. <laughs> Uh, Kamal Nanjani, Sharon Stone, Annie Murphy, and the last one I think is Ken Jong. Ken Jong. So it's a it's a variety of people. Sharon Stone, uh, Sharon Stone is the one who stands out as the most weird because I yeah. thought she'd be doing proper stuff. It's like her career has dried up, but it's quite fun. You, you get people like uh, Kamal Nanjani, like corpses most of the way so through. So much, and so does Ken Jong. Just like laugh. He just cannot keep a straight face. Like. Kamel tries to hide it, but Ken Jong is literally just going, ha, 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 
like all the way through. Mm. So it's a strong recommend. It's, it's the sort of thing, it's only six episodes. You just chuck it on in the background and not really pay attention. I ended up watching the first three and then friend of the podcast, Chris, and I watched the last three together on... Uh, it's not called Netflix Party anymore, but Netflix Party, and tried to work it out together. And it was a fun afternoon. That's what Kat and I have been doing as well. Yeah. I also watched uh, a film from 2001. <sighs> now. A Space Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> this film stars Martin Lawrence and is called Black Knight. You ever heard of it? Nope. Yes. I can't remember what it's about. I'll give you the overview of the plot. It's about a guy who works at like a medieval theme park, uh, <laughs> falls into like a disgusting moat around the theme park, and then wakes up in medieval England. Is it a magical moat? I'm going to ask the question. I don't think it is. I think he reaches right. for like this amulet that's floating in the moat, and then he just somehow gets sucked through to medieval England. I, I don't really know how he gets there. Magic. <laughs> Aside from falling through this moat. No one's ever like, keep away right. from the moat, it's magic. He just sort of falls in. I mean, you could have done something else to transfer to the other world, not the moat. Like, it's the, it's the most... I don't want to I don't want to diss on moats, but it's not the most <laughs> exciting way to transfer to another dimension, is it, really? Well, also, he wakes up in medieval England, obviously there's, like, a castle and knights and stuff. But he doesn't wake up in a moat. He wakes up in a river. What? Or like a lake. So then he like walks out and then finds the castle that's exactly the same as the one from the thing. You fall in a moat, you wake up in a moat. That's not how that works. From experience, Ben. Uh, well, I've fallen asleep in a ditch and woken up in a ditch, so I assumed it was similar. That's where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> right, so the magical moat of Martin Lawrence's mysteries. So he ends up in what? Like, is this like, I'm guessing it's a funny film. I was going to say. I would hope serious. so. Wow. Serious historical drama. It's a comedy. I feel like the intention was a comedy. Oh. Oh. But it's not particularly funny. It's also a PG, and at points I was like, this should not be a PG. Oh. Yeah, but we've been there, you know. Old films from... when? What year was it again? 2001. It was it's like a kid's... Oh, yeah. I think it's supposed to be a kid's film. Okay. I, depends what you say next, but yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm, I mean, it's more implied stuff, so it's not particularly uh, PG. But I mean, there's definitely... At a certain point, he meets um, a lady called Victoria, who's a chambermaid for the current king. And she and him sort of make sexy noises behind a closed door. Not really sure what the reasoning behind mm. it is. They're having sex? It's a kid's film. Yeah, but I think they're just having a conversation. I think they're having a conversation and trying to throw off the guards outside. And then when she leaves, like half clothed. Yeah, so they don't think they've been talking about important stuff. Yeah, well, they're trying to overthrow the king as well in Venice. That's sort of a major plot point, but it's not an important film. <laughs> Thank you for bringing it to my attention. <laughs> but he's convinced that, like, when he first gets there, he's convinced that it is another sort of fantasy medieval world, uh, theme park place, because there's another one opening up, coincidentally, a few weeks down the line from present day. Oh, and he's just like floated through his moat into the, the other theme park's moat. That's, that's, how he that's what he thinks, yeah. I didn't think moats connected. Why did I? But he thinks he's in this like other park and he's asking to see everyone's boss and everything. And then he witnesses a real beheading. Oh. And he suddenly becomes aware that it's, you know, a real castle in mm. 1328. So he's he's involved in this like, not assassination attempt, but the Victoria... Um, wants to overthrow the king because the king overthrew overthrew the former queen. <gasps> okay. And they've got matching medallions. Uh, so the amulet that he found in his moat is the same one that she is wearing, <gasps> which is a sign that they are <gasps> mm, related. Of the same, not related, but of the same. Um, no, I don't know. Oh, Jesus, tribe? my attention. Tribe? tribe? <laughs> I don't know. What tribe? Family. 
You mean? No, no, because they're not related. Like the brother, I think it's a, <laughs> I think it's a monument to the previous queen, is what it is. Okay, so they support the same team, is what you're just saying. Sure, they support Man United, is what you're saying. They they, they have the same necklaces. jersey and they support, yeah, and they match an X the same jersey. Sure, yeah, sure. Let's right. go for that. He he pretends to the king that he's like from Normandy, so he can get in with them. And he has himself rebranded. Does he do a French accent? He doesn't. He has himself rebranded as uh, Jamal Skywalker. Very French name. Because his name Very is good. Jamal Jamal Walker. Uh, it's it's. I've got to be honest. It was not good. <laughs> I can tell in your voice. Yeah. You're really enjoying explaining it. I will say the highlight was um, Tom Wilkinson's in it, oh. and I I didn't recognise him until the end because he. Had hair and looked <laughs> mid fifties because he was mid fifties, but I always think of him as old. old. Anyway, so like, there's a myth that like there's a black knight, a, a knight in black armor, who can overthrow the king and he can breathe fire and all that shit. He's got a sword made of gold and he cut himself out of a dragon after being swallowed whole. Do they actually exist? Like, I'm going historical now, but the Black Knights actually exist, or is that just something movies thought me or is like a thing? I don't actually know. I don't know. I think it's just. Uh, I think it's just a thing. I don't think it's. They're like the strongest of all the knights, or they're like the you know the biggest the of all knights, the knights, yeah. the evil ones, you know. But I don't know if it's just been like films have warped my fucking minds to the point where history has gone out and movies have come in. Cheers, films. Uh, for really my fragile little mind. But I don't know, I think it's I just a pop culture thing. Weirdly, we were reading up etymology of cliffhanger because we wondered if that term came from, like, the end of the Italian job. But it's been in print since the 1800s. Maybe it's like karate and the better at knighting you get, then you get to become, like, a black belt. But you just have black armour instead. Well, so you could be a double, double down black knight. <laughs> yeah. I'd hate to be a fucking green <laughs> it's not the power rangers what the fuck are we doing <laughs> that's how tommy <laughs> became the white ranger right he got promoted flute. yeah i mean he did get promoted he to did. be fair well he did get to the group well he was green then and yeah. then but what happens to uh, everyone else has stayed the same color they weren't good enough much, so uh, you know i find it weird that he went from red to green like that's not going to help people who are colorblind is it i mean fucking zordon depends what kind of colorblind you are that's also true. Fuck you, Zordon. Anyway, so Jamal, <laughs> he uh, gets ousted out of the castle by the king. He ends up meeting up with Tom Wilkinson, who's like an old... He's an old knight who used to be shit hot at his job, but he betrayed the queen somehow, and then he turned to a life of booze. So Jamal teaches him how to how to box like Muhammad Ali and rope-a-dope. <laughs> And then they go and storm the castle, and um, they win. I, I, I'm just going to be honest. I can sense. I can. I, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I can sense. There's regret. There's confusion. There's um, a little bit of basil in your voice. That makes me think that you didn't finish the film. No, we finished it. We finished it. Oh, wow. Let me tell you this, though. We had a difficult day yesterday with someone in the house, and this film is 95 minutes long. It took us three hours to watch it. <laughs> so, 95 is not that bad. <laughs> no, I know it's not. That's an hour and a half. We took twice wow. as long because some prick wouldn't sleep properly and just wanted to be fed and screamed at everyone. So it was hard work. It sounds like me, but I wasn't there. But once Cat went to bed, we finished it. But it was just terrible. It was like a... It was, one and a half stars out of four, according to Virgin. <laughs> I don't know why they rate things out of four. To four. It's a virgin, okay. Anyway, so they, they, they kill the king, they, you know, fuck up the king, they beat the evil knight. The queen is now back in power, and he suddenly wakes up, and he's back in his own world again. And he thought he did travel through time, and the Victoria come with him, but actually... It just appears that he had some sort of amnesia, coma dream. <laughs> yeah, coma dream. He decides not to sell out his current boss because because he drowned in the moat. Because he drowned in the moat. Yeah. Yeah. 
Weirdly, he came out of dry clothes, but that's not a problem. He decides not to sell out his current boss because um, he's now all about honor. There's a flash forward to six weeks later where he is now like running the medieval world. For some reason, there's batting cages there. I don't really know why. It's gladiators. <laughs> I mean, that would be good. And whilst he's teaching some car, some kids how to hit a baseball, he sees someone who looks just like Victoria. Oh, <gasps> and he's like, oh, do you want to go out and get a drink or whatever? And she's like, yeah, sure. We support sure. the same queen, remember? <laughs> she's like, yeah, sure, let's go out for dinner. Meanwhile, her kid is still facing fucking fastballs in a batting cage. He's probably had his head taken off. Oh, she just leaves him there. Yeah. Hmm. Then he falls back in the moat again and wakes up in uh, gladiatorial Rome. So he you should put a fence around that thing. That's dangerous. Oh, fuck. But also fuck this. <laughs> I'm just looking at Wikipedia. The last line says he accidentally falls back into the moat, waking up in a coliseum in ancient Rome, where he is about to be devoured by lions. Well, let's hope he was. Your Majesty, if I may have your attention. Starting at small forward, from Inglewood High, two-time All-County Conference Player of the Year, the messenger from Normandy, Jamal Skywalker. Happy hour! What's up? What's happening, y'all? Ah, thank you. Appreciate it, big homie. Thank you. Ah, it's the woo, woo, woo. What's up? Hey, what's up there? Oh, man. Well, thanks and good night. Yeah. <laughs> just so I'm not doing any hosting there. No, I'm no segueing from me. You can just I'm say just, numbers. You could just I'm say. I'm just going to say eighty-four. <laughs> I'm not going to make the episode any better. I thought I'd be super on brand, and I watched 2007's Drive Through, which is a horror movie. About fast food. Wow. I didn't see this coming. No. Is this title of this episode just... How to piss me off? <laughs> well, throughout. I've got five pages of notes, so probably... Before you... Five pages? Mm, it was one of... It's, it's, it's one of those. It's one of those. We've got to go through it. One, one thing. Is this... Somewhat. Remember in Halloween, during Halloween, I came up with a drive-through Halloween story. No, it's nothing like that. Is it somewhat related? No. Can I sue them? Can I sue them? Is no. what I'm asking. Can I sue this? No, one? because this oh, came out in 2017. 2007. Uh, yeah, but mine's on. Uh, no. So it stars Leighton Meester from Gossip Girl fame, and also has Penn Badgley who was in Gossip Girl and is currently the bad guy in You. Uh, it's also got Nicholas D'Agosto, who is Harvey Dent in Gotham. Don't know if anybody watches that. Okay. But. So my first note just says, oh, we are 26 seconds in and someone has said the N-word. <sighs> Nogurt. Yep. So this had a very <laughs> early 2000s horror movie feel to it um, and a very 90s approach uh and it was set in neither so we start off at our fast food restaurant which is called hella burger oh come on it could have been at least you know like they did i didn't like it but like remember in slow coming to america where they called it was it mickey oh what was the mcdonald's oh no it'll make sense the whole cold. but the whole restaurant is like hell themed they have like diego diablo chicken wings and like it's all it's all healthy yeah there's a bunch of teenagers and they go up to Hellaburger and they go up to talk to the clown and they are douchebags from now on they'll just one of them is called cornrows because he's a white guy with cornrows because i didn't write down anybody's names That's and they're being a dick to whoever is at the drive-thru and the guy at the drive-thru is talking back to them and he says can i fuck your whore wigger and the guy in the car goes what did you say and he says, would you like number four or something like to make it sound like he hasn't said that. And then a bit later on, he's like, do you want to die, bitch? And he's like, what did you say? And he's like, do you want fries? This is like um, that shit part of American Psycho. I mean, it works well in American Psycho, in fairness. Cornrows 
is fed up of the drive through man. So he gets out of the car and he goes to the back of the restaurant and breaks in. But all the lights are off and it's empty. Is running around the restaurant looking for the guy at the drive through and calls him a dumbass cracker and gets his gun out. Because, of course. <laughs> what <are> you watch? <laughs> it was horror and fast food. And he goes into the freezer and then a cyberpunk Ronald McDonald pounces on him and uh shouts i'm gonna fuck i'm you in up. <laughs> yeah. i'm fucking in now here we go yep he's got the big wow. cyberpunk boots on his head is <sighs> like a big scary clown with um and it uh like the thing that you talk into led so like the mouth is really yeah, big and smiley box. and it yeah. looks like a talk box yeah they've got no they've got fuck no food yeah <laughs> They've got no food and Cornrows is missing. It's rare. So the other guy goes in with his gun because he's going to bust a cap in an ass. He finds Cornrows. <laughs> You're so white. <laughs> this film is so white at the beginning, like with all this wigger stuff. Like it's so bad. Um, he finds Cornrows face down in the fryer. Like he's on his knees and his face is in mm-hmm. the fryer and he pulls him up and his face like slides off. And the effects in this are actually really good. It's the only good thing about this movie. And I hate most of the people that don't listen to this, but Ronnie D is what I've written. Ronnie McDonald I do too. stabs him. Ronald <sighs> McDonald stabs him? Well, he's, it's the clown. Oh, the clown. The clown okay, stabs him. Right, so yeah, he's the the, the cyberpunk Ronald McDonald. I don't know his name cyberpunk. yet. We'll <laughs> right. get to when I find out what his name is. Um, then we see... Can we guess the name? Because they should have called him Penny Mill. Thank you. We go to a scene of uh, Leighton Mister who plays Mackenzie. She is in a cool rock band and she is badly lip syncing to a rock song at a party. What's she singing? Don Broco? No. <laughs> Better than That's that. <laughs> what kind of what, what what kind of music are we talking like? It was just like it was just like a punk it was just like a nineties punk rock girl band and it, like, she's playing Oh like a machine gun Kelly. <laughs> He's not nineties, wasn't he like twelve in the nineties? She's having a party at her house because it's after their graduation or something and she's with her boyfriend and he wants to bang her but she's like, no, I'm not 18, so you can't. It's my birthday in a few weeks. We're not banging till then. Mackenzie and her boyfriend and her friends go inside from the party and smoke weed and play with a Ouija board. Oh. Why does every fucking film you watch is something a fucking... This is just turning slowly into a penny film, but... It's not yes. It's not good. I don't want to be associated with this stupid movie. But this I is mean, the, yeah, that's what I mean. It's, yeah, this is the only film that where they're, instead of anyone speaking with the Ouija board, they make a fart joke. I've never, I've never experienced a fart joke in connection with a Ouija board. Hang on, what do you mean? So they ask it's, it a fart joke? They ask it a question and then somebody farts instead of doing... And then they just don't play anymore. Does the Ouija board fart? No, one of the friends or farts. Or does the people one of the friends farts. I think it's Penn Badgley. Andy, please explain to me how wood farts. <laughs> That's why I wanted clarification. What the fuck are you talking about? Does the Ouija board <laughs> fart? Well, it was just a bit open-ended. Penn was like, they ask it a question and then it farts. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? That's why I had to no, ask. It spells fart. It doesn't right? spell fart. No, that's why I had to ask one of the people at the party who is playing with the Ouija board farts. It's a that's terrible why I joke. asked for clarification. Sorry, I wasn't clear. Yeah, Pen. The friends go, go home and Mackenzie and her boyfriend are chatting and she just goes, oh, what's going to happen to our pathetic little lives? And then the Ouija board starts moving on its own and it spells out <sighs> N1KLPL8. And nobody knows what it means. So we go We go back to uh, Cornrows and his friend uh, in their car. The, the girlfriends were in the car and the girlfriends have like fallen asleep in the car while they were waiting for burgers. Then they wake up and then suddenly they the, the guys are dead in the back of the car. And then you get a jump scare of Ronnie D and he kills the girls. So the police turn up to the crime scene and they all discuss how Highway to Hell is playing on the car stereo. Um, but they've only found the bloody car, but none of the bodies. There's just bloody everywhere. Mackenzie and her boyfriend and her family are watching TV while they're having a barbecue. And they see, they see the number plate of the car on the TV. And she's like, oh, this is like the next day. And she's like, oh, wait, wait, I know that. And she's got the number, the number from the Ouija board written on her hand. Oh, it was a number plate. Oh. And, and she suddenly connects the two together. You're also really going to hate me because if I'm going to get through this, I'm going to have to pee. So we're going to have to stop. One second. 
Oh my fucking god, a fucking intermission. <laughs> We're keeping this in. Everyone listening at home is fucking listening to us wait around for this. <laughs> fucking <laughs> Why not get some refreshments in the lobby? So Andy, Luigi board's fine. What what were you were you trying to get? Well, I just thought she was said that like sorry, a Luigi sorry, board that farted and not. Thought it didn't have to no, be that Pam, much. we're discussing something more important. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> like. I, I don't think it was the delivery. I think it was the film. I think it's more a case that it sounded like the Ouija board. This is going to be so long. Not... You're going to cut all of this out. So yeah, she she's written that number down on her hand and then magically connects it to the number plate. And it turns out that those guys were at her party earlier on. She just hadn't seen them. Later on, she's at school and she messes around with a magic eight ball because it's not the 90s or the 80s. Did everyone have magic eight balls in 2007? Apparently they did in this. Pen, I literally had one last year. Okay. Anyone can use one from any year. You don't have to be living in a certain I thought they were like, very, like Rubik's yes. Cubes, like 80s, 90s specific. Do people have magic eight balls still? Rubik's Cubes are really in right now. Everyone I'm not, likes a I'm Rubik's not cool. Cube. I take it back, sorry. Everyone that's cool that isn't me has a magic eight ball. And she, they're mucking around and they're asking right. questions. And then it says something... All by itself, it's a magic eight ball ghost. Woo! <laughs> well, hang on a second. What do you mean? It's going too far. She shakes what do you it. Mean and it's it, a magic eight ball ghost. She shakes it and what it says do you think? hi. It shakes it in her farts. No, she shakes it and it says hi, Mackenzie. And uh. then she's like, "Who are you? What do you want?" And then it just says, uh, "I'm broken hearted." Okay, so so have we stumbled upon? We had Internet Ghosts. We also yep. had another version of an Internet Ghost that I can't remember from another film. So this is Magic 8-Ball Ghost. Yep. Mm. So the so in this, I know you're going to go into it more, but there is a living thing or some entity in the Magic 8-Ball. It's using the Magic 8-Ball right? and the Ouija board so far. Okay, so no, it's not a magic eight ball. It's not a ghost magic eight ball. Then it's a ghost. It's a that ghost that you can use a magic eight ball. Thank you. That's the clar. Okay. We just need oh. clarification okay. before we go. We, any- we don't want to get that confusion. But can it use a printer? No, it, it doesn't. No, it doesn't use a printer. It uses a Ouija board, a magic eight ball, and something else later on. Ronnie D is sneaking around the school locker room and grabs her friend when she's off the phone. Mackenzie and her friend were in school after hours. Mackenzie's part of the yearbook the yearbook committee and she's doing some work and a creepy janitor is hanging out with her oh he found her camera that was missing which was not really an important plot point but he just she's like oh where did you find it and he's just like you don't want to know so she takes the camera to the photo lab and starts developing the photos and as the photos are coming out it's pictures of cornrows and that from the murder scene that are developing right in front of her Mm. eyes and then one starts developing and it's literally of her in that scene, which is impressive because, you know, it's analog. It's not like a digital camera. You know how that cliche kind of normally works. And mm. she turns around and uh, Ronnie D attacks her with like a big, <laughs> I've written cosplay axe because it's not a normal axe. It's like a big, like metal. And I mean like metal, not like made of metal. It's like a big cyberpunk axe. He's attacking her with. Um, and basically, I think nearly every time Ronnie comes on screen, the music is like thrash metal. Like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, scary clown, every time he comes on screen. There's so much sound bites in this. It's fantastic. <laughs> Can we clarify? <laughs> Cyberpunk isn't normally punk music, right, Dan? It's like... No, it's like gossip um, stuff in it. No, it's like 8-bit. No. <laughs> like, why are you asking me? What the fuck? No, it's not goth. Cyberpunk is goth. Those big shoes. Cyberdog. We're talking about different cyberpunk. Yeah, cyberdog shoes. Yes. Pen, are you just shouting yeah. random words no, at so the fucking Andy microphone? Knows what I, I told mean. you, that's not how a podcast works. I feel like every time she's not getting a reaction from you, Dan, she'll just go, cyberpunk axe. <laughs> so it's Cyber- to go, oh, Cyber- yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds more like death metal. Like Cyberpunk is like a term for a future punk, is essentially what it is. Yeah, so cyberpunk so mixed rebel, with the shopping candon, cyberdog. That sort of stuff. <laughs> it's t- 
Fine. Right. All right. Okay. Fine. Like, it's it. like that shop in Camden okay. that no one goes to. Okay. Right. <laughs> so he chases her through the school. No one goes in there. They just browse it. No one actually buys anything in there. Have you ever they look through the window and go, that's fucking that's weird. Fucking weird. Well, Do you want to go in there again? That's what scary, evil Ronnie McD looks like. If you go downstairs, there's a sex shop. <laughs> <laughs> So he chases her through the school. Sorry, Mackenzie runs into a room and her friend is there in a kind of saw trap. And she's basically um, got a microwave on her head and it microwaves her head. Which That's is a, very cyberpunk. Yeah, it's a pretty good... Um, I can just leave if you want and carry on talking about cyberpunk. Oh, stop it. I, this is what I do. Only because like, you're going to be like, you've only got 10 minutes and I'm only a page and a half in. Being Dan, you've being got, like, we've got to get got go through 40 this. Forty minutes left. You've got to get through this. You've got you Daniel Bedding feel it. So he's chasing her. He's microwaved her friend's head. She runs off screaming, and he says, "You know you want my horn dog in your hot little buns." <laughs> oh God, that's horrible. Mm, and he says, "You're my girl now, and I am horny." They oh, they show an advert for Hella Burger, and it's sexy ladies and they're kind of making um like implying that not that there's jizz in their burgers but there's you know they're making like jizz references and it's very sexy and this is where i found out that the clown is called <laughs> not, horny that the clown that there's jizz in the burgers is the greatest line <laughs> and yeah this is where i found out that the the mascot his name is horny the clown he has very little horns on his head and Hellerberger's mascot is Horny the Clown. And I'm like, oh, that's why he's talking about his horn dog and that he's horny. But it wasn't clear I was, until this point. I was going to say that's a PR disaster, except it's a hell-themed <laughs> restaurant. So it's probably okay. So, yeah. It well, kind not of, okay, but... Yeah. She tells the police and the police is like, there is no, there's no evidence. We don't believe you. And the two police people are called Chase and Crockers. But everyone calls him Crackers. So it sounds like a weird cheese and crackers joke that doesn't make Mm. any sense. Yeah. It's like walls and grommet, isn't it? Yeah. The the police go to visit the the head of Hellerberger because obviously she's said that there's an evil person dressed as horny the clown killing people and it turns out that the person that played the original horny the clown is his son and his son (gasps) is dead oh my god i never would have called it right that must be an awkward conversation around the table when you find out that your dad is dressing up as horny the clown the same way that his son dressed up as horny the clown that must be an awkward kind yeah. of reunion Spoilers. for families or something it's not you know? the dad mm, interesting so, the oh well you've ruined all the fun now fucking hell there was no fun oh. in this so to try and find out what's going on like Mackenzie is worried she starts listening to Highway to Hell backwards um to find clues apparently there is 17 backwards messages about satan in that song don't think it's true don't think they could afford no. the rights to the song because nowhere in this film did i hear the actual highway to hell Mackenzie has decided because of her near-death experience she wants her boyfriend to give her her 18th birthday present a day early Ooh. so then there's this weird <laughs> very 90s sex scene but he does ask her consent he's like are you sure you want to do this so that was nice they have sex he keeps his socks on does he have a jizzy burger no do you eat burgers while you have sex dan jizzy or otherwise no i was making a reference and it doesn't matter it's fine let's just carry on i mean if you could though you would right i would definitely I, I, yeah. no i just I would. if people got it they got it i'm just gonna leave it that. And, on the side. Yes, please. well that's why and i was implying bang. yes i was saying jizzy burger did he have a jizzy <laughs> burger or did he make a jizzy burger is what i meant while they are banging the ghost uses the etch-a-sketch that is on her floor and writes the words i love bush and we immediately cut to a scene of a girl wearing a t-shirt that says, I love Bush. Andy questions. Are we talking about President Bush? Or, doesn't, you know, the ghost doesn't stipulate. Um, uh, what do you think? What do you think? What? It's 2007. I'm asking. 
this kind of film gets political, doesn't it? Yeah, about halfway through it, it starts going into politics. It's a bit weird, but you stay with it. I'm asking. I'm asking the questions that people want to know. It's the fact you're even asking her that's insulting. That's the point. It doesn't say, but yeah, it cuts to a girl with big boobs wearing a t-shirt that says, I love Bush. It doesn't stipulate whether she means pubic Bush or she loves gardening. Bush. Yeah, or trees Bush. I think big she's fan of gardening. I think she's a big fan of George W. Bush. So they've all gone to a, a carnival where Mackenzie and her friends are running the haunted house, and the I Love Bush girl and her boyfriend go onto the haunted house, but they get off part way through to bang, but it's literally like ten seconds. It's a uh, very disappointing for the girl in the film and everyone watching it. It's not a horny haunted house, is it? I'm really trying here, guys. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> they go back Give on the ride, break. and they're in the Hall of Mirrors. Horny the Clown splits. I found out his name is Chad, obviously. Bush's boyfriend. He splits oh, Chad's head in half at the kind of mouth like a flip top. That was a pretty good effect. Oh. And then Corn- oh. Horny kills her and smashes her into a mirror, where we find out that Mackenzie's boyfriend is tied up and beat up behind the mirror. Uh, Mackenzie's hanging out with her mum and she, this guy comes over who's like one of her mum's old friends. And it turns mm. out he is, because they're talking and she's like, oh, did you hear that like Gail's kid went missing? And he's like, oh yeah. And then Thingy's kid went, like they know, they know all the parents of the kids that have gone missing. And it turns out the guy that she's talking to is I love Bush's dad. All the kids are connected by their parents, like Nightmare on Elm Street style. <sighs> Mackenzie and her friend find the ride that's all covered in blood. We just need to get through. All I can hear is Dan's voice going, Pen, we've got to get we've got to get through it. Uh, I haven't said No, but I can hear it in my head. Because you say it to me all the time. I can just well, hear then, it. That's not my problem. That's your problem. Thank you very much. It's your fault, but now it's my problem. Wow. I'm in your, that's the title of my You're biography. in my head, Dan. Get out. You are. <laughs> they find Fisher. Because this is the first point in the film where I pay attention to what her boyfriend's name is. They find Fisher um, and take him away in the ambulance. And Mackenzie goes home and finds the Etch-A-Sketch with I Love Bush written on it. And she's like, (gasps) Uh, the cop overhears Mackenzie talking to her mum and is starting to put all the pieces together as well. So she asks I Love Bush's dad why someone dressed as Hawley the Clown would want to hurt your children. But nobody's nobody's copping to it. Take a fucking guess. I mean, they're all fucking insufferable. If you had a fucking clown going around, like, imagine you're hiring him. Remember, imagine if he was in the fucking like Yellow Pages ads or something back in the day. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is Yellow Pages ads. I'm so fucking up. Horny the clown for hire. What would you think? Well, people (laughs) hired. What was it called? Wrinkles the clown. Wrinkles the clown. Yeah, but horny the clown. It's a big fucking. Come on, like, they're clues in the name. This is not a normal clown service. Oh, let's go with... Let's go with what we know about Nightmare on Elm Street and Hatchet. Okay, sure. What do we think the parents did to make Horny the Clown mad? Did they refuse to tip him after they used his services? He didn't have any services. He's just a mascot like Ronald... No, you can't hire Ronald McDonald. He's just the master, the mascot of the burger place. You guys have mixed this with Wrinkles the Clown. <laughs> I've not seen Wrinkles the Clown. Is that what happens? Is he a beta film? No. no, no, no. Stop, no. stop, stop um, spoiling. Can we... Other uh, did they beat him up? A bit, yeah. They will get to it, but they did something to him. It's all very... Did they hand him a juicy burger? I don't like that Dan's obsessed with juicy burgers. It's starting to... <laughs> Turn my stomach a bit. He's the one who said we can't talk about food, and all he's talking about is juicy I know, burgers. he says that every week, and then he's like, oh, first thing I'm going to talk about is Greg's. What's Your content, the subject matter, the title is called Drive Through. How the fuck am I not meant to talk about? Come on. Could be a drive through maybe. I'll drive through you in a minute if you don't shut the fuck up. Well, that's aggressive. So Fisher is being on, watched by a crackers the policeman, and he wants to get out of the hospital. So he takes the drugs that the hospital have given him and he opens up the little capsules and he pours them onto a half-eaten burger that he's got. They've given him a burger in the hospital mm. and he pours the drugs onto it and nice. he covers it up with ketchup and then he throws his glass on the floor and it smashes and Crackers wakes up and he's like, what's going on? What's going on? He's like, uh, nothing. And then he's like, 
are you going to eat that? So then he eats the kid's leftover burger. Mackenzie, oh, meanwhile, no. is somewhere else in the hospital. <laughs> and the ghost uses... Um, it's not a gumball machine, but you know those little machines that are of a similar thing that have toys in them? The machine does it itself and a little ball comes out and it just has a little toy clown inside. And this will be good for Dan. It says, see you at 420. Hey, weed, everyone, everyone, everyone. It's a weed joke. Yep. <laughs> 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 so Mackenzie and her boyfriend sneak out of the hospital. Kill me. 420 is not a time. They're like, oh, it's not the time. What do we know? Who do we know? Has anyone got a 420 tattoo? Who could it possibly be? How could it be connected? Apparently, there's a group of guys called the 420 Boys, and their dad's name is Chuck Taylor. <laughs> like the shoes. Well, all of them. Well, no, just one of you know Chuck how Taylor. you know how the kids are connected by a parent. One of the person in the 420 mm. boys, his dad's called Chuck Taylor, and he used to know Mackenzie's oh, mom. Oh, okay. But I've just written, like, like the shoes. Oh, okay. Are the 420 boys like the Island Boys, for people who know that reference? No one knows. You're too fucking old. Fuck. Yeah. I was waiting for the people <laughs> that knew that reference about. time to answer you, because I, I don't know. They, they'll they know. They'll know. Right. Everyone knows who the Island Boys are. Trust me. Well, fucking... 66% of the people in this podcast, right? They're a TikTok extraordinaire, so you should look oh. them up. But either way. So, wait a minute. So, so the 420 boys... Why are you doing on TikTok? Dancing. I, I've been around this town. Cinnamon I, challenge. Dancing, you know. Eating Tide Pods. Am I right in thinking that this is this is going a little bit down the... Um, fuck, I forgot the film. <laughs> Shit. Um, that film we watched with Seth, Seth Green in it. Fuck. Idle Hands. Yes. No. Um, where no, no. it's it's goryish, but it's like more hilarious. It's like more, more trying to be on the funny side because the four twenty boys is just silly. Because and the, now saying stuff with wee jokes and shit. I like guess this. it was trying to be funny. It sounds like it's trying to be a relatively serious horror film. Everyone in the film like takes it very seriously. Yeah. So the four twenty boys head to Hellaburger to hang out in the ball pit, and when we get to Hellaburger, Morgan Spurlock. Is serving burgers at the <gasps> Hellaburger. No fucking way. Uh, what? I never expected that. That's ironic. Didn't that see that coming. Considering Whoa. he did a whole documentary about not doing burgers. Oh, I never would have seen that coming. I can't believe it's Morgan Spurlock. Yep. For context, we had to cut a bit out at the start because we probably didn't leave it where Andy spoiled it for everyone. He said, oh, Morgan Spurlock. <laughs> cheated and he looks up IMDb. <laughs> So they're yeah, they're yeah, fucking thanks. around and they're not allowed in the in the ball pit and in the kids' play space. And Morgan Spurlock tries to kick him out, but they just throw balls at him. And then one of the four twenty boys just starts pissing everywhere. And there's a plastic clown face, not dissimilar to what it would look like if it was a talk box, on the wall. And he just starts pissing on it. Interesting development. Horny appears out of the ball pit, like Jason out of the sea, and Jason goes to Manhattan. Or some other scary thing, I don't know, coming out of the water. And he uses his cosplay axe to chop off his head and then chops up the other guy. And eventually, Mac's mum decides to confess to Mackenzie because obviously kids are going missing. And it turns out that all these parents, now that they were friends from different schools... And they used to hang out all the time. Mm. The Hellerberger man's son, his name was Archie. And he was a little bit a little bit slow and he really enjoyed being horny the clown <laughs> when uh, when he was a kid and but they used to pick on him right. and they were mean to him and he was a little bit obsessed with Mackenzie's mum, he kinda of fancied her. He invited them all, even though they were mean to him, they invite he invited them all to his eighteenth birthday party and they accidentally kill him in a fire. <laughs> He, um, he's sitting there in his little... Yeah, okay, go on. Do you want to know how before Andy has questions? Yes, please. How? Yes. Mm. So he sat at a table with his hat and he's waiting for everybody's little party hat and he's got a cake and they basically run in and scare him and he falls down, hits the table, knocks the table over and knocks himself out and then the candles on the cake set the tablecloth on fire <laughs> And he dies in the fire. I'm out. <laughs> Why didn't they put it out? 
I don't think it. I think they literally they ran him. They made him jump. He knocked over the table, and they were already like ha, 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 and like running away. I, I knew as soon as you asked the fucking question. That's exactly. <laughs> I knew it. And I, for some the reason, is, I thought they were running in with water pistols full of petrol. Can you? How? How? How quickly does a fucking cake? With I little think they'd candles already gone. light up a child, so so he dies. Like, come on! They'd already gone. A little bit of comments. I, I... It was more the fact that they made him jump and he knocked himself out because he's just passed out on the floor. So he would have died of like smoke. Right. Like the candles just setting the table. It doesn't set him on fire for ages, but because he's passed out because they made him jump. Mm. I was like, how how do you how does someone make you jump and you hit your head hard enough to be knocked out and then die in a fire? Well, I don't know if the heat would have woke him up. I, I'm not sure of the science. I don't think so. But I feel like it might have tricked or like kicked something into something. Play. He couldn't I have been know. knocked out that hard. So Mackenzie and Fisher and her friends decide to go to the Helleburger man's house to look for evidence. Obviously, Mackenzie brings a gun. And some booze, cause America. Obviously. Yep. Mm, gun and booze, good combination. Yep, she's got a little hip flask. We see a bit of Horny is talking to his dad through the TV. Now, so now he can also use the TV and an extra sketch. Wait, wait. So he's a ghost. Horny's a ghost. But he's also physical, cause he can kill people. <laughs> he's also a cyberpunk. Ronald McDonald. <laughs> yeah. What are the fucking <laughs> rules? This doesn't there make any sense. No. There aren't any. Other. There are no rules. No, it all makes sense. Yep. It all makes sense. Yeah. Mac and Fisher go into Archie's room. There's a creepy toy clown in there, obviously. It laughs. So Fisher picks it up and it's got one of those pull strings on it and he pulls it and it says, Happy birthday, Mackenzie. She's like, oh, it's after midnight. It's my birthday. He's been waiting for this. My mum killed him on his 18th birthday and that's what he's going to do to me. Oh, so they've worked it out, have they? They've worked, they've worked it, out. it out with it. Yeah. So then Gossip Girl Dan, he, him and her other friend are, just for context for people that watch Gossip Girl, they're, right. they're sneaking around the basement. <laughs> I don't know any of their names. <laughs> I think his name, he had a really weird name. His name, his name was Van in the movie. The, Van? The, his char- character name, like I'm Van pretty Morrison. sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, they're snooping around. In the basement, and he finds a freezer full of body parts. Uh, and then Horny appears and cuts him in half at the waist. Does half of him fall in the freezer? No, it just falls on the floor. But also I've written, this feels like a bad Goosebumps book. And that is that is the best way to sum it up, like a terrible Goosebumps book. Even a bad Goosebumps book is usually a good Goosebumps oh, book. Oh, so then it was... Depends which one. I, I was a bit old for Goosebumps. I read point horror so i don't know a lot but yeah i wasn't a fan i think i read say cheese and die because cameras and that was about it but that was the kind of feeling that i got from this movie well there's the one where everyone turns into a chicken which was quite <laughs> is there mixed reviews on that <laughs> mixed reviews <laughs> yeah. i love the thought of you reading that when you're a kid and going mm, there's mixed reviews on this <laughs> it's about a six out of ten <laughs> Horny Jack Nicholson's through a door and a jukebox starts playing. Here is Horny. Yeah. And it starts playing the Hellerberger jingle while he tries to attack Mac and Fisher again. They attack him back and his mask or his head comes off. I guess it's the mask because then you just see like a burnt bald head. So like the clown mask falls off. Right. And Fisher looks at him and his eyes start to bleed. (laughs) Or like they just go, instead of being white, they go red just from looking at him and then horny throws him out of a window i don't know why looking at a burnt person would make your eyes bleed but there we go the police have got i mean their... i don't know i no. assume it's something to do with hell probably we're almost there don't worry the police are there thank jesus chase finds uh helleberger dad man mackenzie is now tied up at a birthday party so she's the lights go on and she's tied to a chair and all the dead kids sitting at the table in party hats and stuff horny covers her in gas in petrol like is he's not fucking around he covers her in it but mum comes to the rescue and shoots him which with the amount of gas that he poured on her not sure that was very smart but we're not gonna go with how things actually work in this film she shoots him in the head Mm. doesn't matter while he's not looking Mackenzie, even though she was tied to the chair, I've now realised, manages to get her little hip flask and she drinks some of the booze. 
and then she just sits there and Horny sits down in front of her or bends down in front of her and he picks up one of the birthday candles from the cake and he holds it up in front of her face and then she spits booze all over him and fire and sets him on fire again. The the effect of her spitting fire at him was birdemic levels of bad. But then he was really on fire. Uh. Like there was a stuntman on fire. So it was... Seeing as how the, the effects in this have been quite good, that was quite disappointing. Could they not have... Um... Just taught her how to spit fire. He was very close to her. Like, he's a couple inches away from her face. So maybe he was too close. Stuntman, though, isn't it? Yeah. Doesn't matter. I love how the key components of this film is a fucking birthday candle or a candle. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're the key yeah. components to the, the, the events that led up to yeah. the entirety of this it, film is yeah. a fucking candle. Birthday candles didn't exist. None of this would have happened. Should be yeah, banned. Exactly. Who knows? Yeah. People didn't celebrate birthdays, you know? <laughs> this wouldn't be a problem. Uh, yeah. Especially with someone called Horny the Clown. Like, come on. Horny's running around on fire again. Mac runs over to her mum and uh, they're look- watching him be on fire. And she just says, fast food kills, motherfucker. Because, you know. Oh, <laughs> It's kind of good. It's kind of cheesy. No pun intended. But, like, <laughs> it's... I- I'll give her Obvious. a good six and a half. I would have gone for something like Flame Grilled. Oh, that would have been no, better. No, that's too much. That's too much. Nah, that's too much. He's so literally much. on fire. Yeah, but he's not Flame Grilled. He's on fire. He's not Flame Grilled. Yeah, but that's what he's not fast food. He's a fucking clown. Yeah, but he's a representation, also, it wasn't I the think. fast food that killed him. If she caved his head in with a fucking cheeseburger, fine, but she didn't. She said, <laughs> that fire like with the birthday candle. She <laughs> should have said, happy birthday, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, she she leaves. The police have called more police. <laughs> That's what they do. That's They just That's get on job. the phone and call more. Uh, we need backup. Why? No reason. <laughs> but, of course, the body is missing. Just the mask is left. Uh, because he's a ghost. Yeah. Yes. A clown ghost. Fast food yeah. ghost. Because yeah. that's how you can get away with making a proper story in these kind of films. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Fish has been taken to the hospital, but he's in critical condition. Except when Mackenzie gets there, he's not in the hospital. And he's like, disappeared out the window. And she just goes, it's not over. I've written... I really wish that it was. And then the film ends nice. with nice with, with Crackers, the policeman, going to Helleburger. And he says, do you want to die, fat ass? And he goes, what did you say? And he goes, do you want fries with that? And that's the end of 2007's drive through So he's still alive. He's still alive. Just in a different entity. He's in an no? eight ball okay. or a... Pogo stick. So none of this mattered because he's still alive. <laughs> Hang on, was he in a pogo stick? I was trying to think of something 80s, even though that. this is a horror film with a pogo stick. Yes, please. Oh, it'll, be like, it'll be like rubber. So yeah, there's a lot of people that have gone on to do much better things in this movie. Like who? <laughs> Morgan Spurlock. Pen Badgley's, Pen Badgley's in. Pen Badgley's in you. That other guy's in Gossip. Uh, in Gotham, she's in Gossip Girl and a bunch of other stuff. So they went on to do bigger and better things than crappy horror movies. The guy that played the janitors in a bunch of stuff, but I can't remember who Why couldn't we talk him. about them? We did talk about, what, the shows? Yeah, why couldn't we talk about Gossip Girl? We can talk about Gossip Girl if you want, but I don't think we'll have time. Sure. I love Gossip Girl. I've never seen it. I know, the only thing I know about Gossip Girl is that the... I forgot her name. The lead singer out of Pretty Reckless used to be in it. That's yes. it. Yes. Taylor Thompson was in it. That's the one. Yes. Yes. I don't know. It's not even one that you should have a smoke and watch. It's not good. It's too serious. 420. It's not funny. <laughs> oh, 20 blazer. 420 boys. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> it's got a 4.5 out of 10 on um, IMDb. <laughs> Which, you know, is usually my standard. A what? Sorry. 4.5 out of 10. That's pretty high for your film, I was going to say. I'm surprised it wasn't 420 out of 5, but... Someone's given it a 9. They uh, they, they must have been off their Most people 
there's going to be nines and tens, you know, every close friends of family who worked on this film. <laughs> Did you say 4.9? 5. 4.5. Uh, Black Knight got 4.9. What is going on with IMDb rankings at the moment? They are fucking all over the shop. This won't mean anything to either of you, but Penn Badgley's hair in it is pretty fucking great. <laughs> but, and yeah, the, the horror effects were pretty good, but it just was... They were so quick. The, like... Like I said, you know how it had like the heavy metal like, da, 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 in the background. So he was very quick and like him cutting up everyone with an axe. Like all the all the deaths were very quick and some of them were off screen. Like one of the 420 boys that he just cuts into pieces. So and like the editing was very quick because he was just very like da, 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 like heavy metal. And then it was just mm. done very quickly. So it was just a lot of plot. And then I imagine if you took all the death and put them in a supercar, it would not be very long. The film was only an hour and a half, though. I mean, have a smoke, get a jizzy burger and watch it if you want, but you won't laugh. Ooh. You won't laugh, did you say? Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking depressing episode. Yeah, it could have been great in the 90s, maybe. <sighs> so sorry, everyone. But I was trying to be on brand. Wow. And I feel like we you accomplished that very... because I was on brand and you guys were dicks the whole time. So... I feel like that's a, this is a very. We were uh, no 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 no. We were giving uh, a very good construct constructive criticism. I was keeping down in its place. Yeah, you were. You were very good. Thanks. Which is on which is on brand in fairness. Yeah. <sighs> I just muted myself because I whacked the fucking microphone. Yeah, it's all I'll be honest. Good. So there's a bit of silence there. Great. No silence are done. Um, I'll be honest. The more I hear, and this is not a dig at you, Pen. Don't. So don't no. go. Don't go. It's fine. Crazy on me here. Don't go breaking her heart. Don't go breaking her heart. He couldn't if he tried. The more I hear about these fun little novelty slasher films that you bring along and let's be on the the first few intrigued me i forget what they were <laughs> i'm trying to remember very early episodes <laughs> there was one should we just point out uh, yeah. where i heard about this film from do you remember um you- we we no dan and i were having our after recording chat because andy has to go and be oh. a dad and Dan yes. found it and Dan brought it up and I went, oh, I'll watch that. <laughs> I so I did. Forgot. It's Dan's fault, so everyone. Dan's fault. No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, that's a plot twist. No, I didn't no, see no, that no, coming. No, no, no. no oh, well no, no. done, Dan, the, you the prick. Biggest he mentioned it like two weeks ago or like three weeks. I think what I was like, oh, watch, turn that is. I was going to watch it for like the next week, but I think it was Hat Movie. So I didn't. All right, Penny, if you're going to go heal on me, I'm going to go heal on you. I'm, right. just, do, I'm just saying, do you remember where I found it and you didn't? And now I've reminded you. Yeah, but thanks for putting me in a ditch and leaving me here. Kind oh, of you might wake up in a different ditch like in a different guy. time, like in medieval England. <laughs> you made me mm. look like the bad guy. So you flipped it around, huh? I'm just stating the this facts. This is 2001 Penny coming back at me again. You're just lucky you Fight didn't you. have to watch it. <laughs> I had to sit through it. I had to listen to it. (laughs) I had to listen to it. I bet this was more entertaining than the film. Tell us on Spotify if you've seen the film. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm at a a whale of time. My point was, I saw it. You proceeded with watching it. All I did was was a drive-thru film. (laughs) Mm. Uh, That's another soundbite, but thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'm saying. I, I don't go, you know, if I told you jump off a cliff would you do it i don't know maybe but like <laughs> would you no the thing is you got to no. take recommendations otherwise yeah. we wouldn't you know i would have brought things like placenta, placenta. and bad biology so we but have it doesn't to mean take... you blame me when i when wasn't it turns blaming you i just wondered wrong. if you'd remembered and you clearly hadn't <laughs> no i didn't remember and you know why i don't remember <laughs> so stop or 20 boys oh, yeah. <laughs> uh what's <laughs> We're fucking shit show. Oh, we're on time. Fantastic. What's our um fucking hell I forgot? What's the socials? Fucking you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Unusual Suspects Pod, on Twitter at Unusual Podsbet. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can give us some stars on or Stitcher. ask us some questions on Spotify. 
We're on Stitcher and all sorts of other stuff. Like, I don't know anymore. I thought I did then. <laughs> Pod, catch, cast, bean. Cast. I, I can't, I can't even think of any more on? fake ones. What the fuck? What the fuck is cast? It's like Podbean, but that's happening. a podcast hosting service. So that's where I was going with that. Cast, We're on Anchor. Cast box. Pen. Cast, cast box. box. We're on uh, Anchor. But you already know this because you're already listening to us. But yeah, please like, review, and subscribe. As Dan's not hosting today, you can find me on Twitter, Penny underscore photo bit. At Dan talks a lot. At Choices 21. <laughs> He's gone. See, I'm hilarious. He's about to he mute himself it. by headbutting his mic again. <laughs> Next week, we are 84. watching The Frighteners. Again, please don't let my stank ruin it. Oh, for fuck's sake. Open mind. Peter Jackson film. It's got to be a little bit good. Come on now. Yeah, but it's also going to be 17 hours long. No, it's not. 84. It's from 1996. Does that help you? It's got a 7.1. On IMDb. Has it got an 8.4? <laughs> no, it's 7.1. Oh. It's an hour and 50 minutes or two hours and three minutes if you're watching the director's cut. Which one are we watching? We're watching the theatrical okay, cut. Okay, so one hour, oh, one hour 50 minutes. It's 84 minutes. Right, thanks very much, everyone. We will see you all next week. Love you, bye. Goodbye. 84. Bye.